The Steelers are no-shows in the second half and get shocked by the Chargers at home. And they lose running back James Conner to injury in the process. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting from Pittsburgh. What happened to playing 60 minutes? The Steelers managed just 30 minutes against the Chargers and were no-shows after the halftime honoring Pittsburgh's Super Bowl teams from 1978 and 2008. It's now been a decade since the Steelers have hoisted a Lombardi trophy, and by the looks of the letdown against L.A. Chargers, it could be a whole lot longer. The game was over when the Chargers kicked a 29-yard field goal as time expired, but not before two missed kicks were negated by a pair of offside penalties. Those misses would have sent the game into overtime. Instead, the Steelers fell 33-30 to to the Chargers. But really, the Steelers seemed to surrender at the start of the second half when they led the game 23-7. to So what went wrong? Well, many fans will point to the refs. And yes, they were horrible in this game. The Zebras outright blew a false start call against the Chargers, who scored on a long touchdown pass on the very same play. And that was just the highest profile head-scratcher from this Zebra crew. But good teams rise above the officials, and the Steelers are not a good team right now. Ben Roethlisberger, who lectured multiple players after the loss in Denver, will now have to look in the mirror come Monday to answer for this one. He cost the Steelers points on two bad passes, an underthrow to tight end Vance McDonald that was intercepted, and an overthrow on a short touchdown to a wide-open Justin Hunter. To be fair, Big Ben did reestablish his big play chemistry with Antonio Brown, the pair hooking up on 10 catches for 154 yards, including a touchdown on Ben's best throw of the night. But perhaps most frustrating of all, and certainly very costly, were the mistakes on defense, particularly the game plan for taking out the Chargers' best offensive weapon, Keenan Allen, with a linebacker. Instead, Allen feasted feasted on the Steelers' secondary all game long. Say what you will about Bill Belichick. He always game plans to take away a team's biggest weapon. With running back Melvin Gordon out of this game, how do you not account for receiver Keenan Allen? And when your game plan against him is clearly not working, how do you not adjust? The Steelers' defense did none of the above, and that is how the Chargers hung 26 second-half points on the black-and-gold defenders and steal that win. Despite it all, it took the refs and another fluke play for the Chargers to get that win. The fluke play happened as Steelers' safety Sean Davis crashed into Steelers cornerback Joe Hayden, turning a sure interception into a Keenan Allen touchdown, capping an eight-minute drive 
that turned out to be the play of the game. As NFL writer Scott Kazmar tweets, I highly doubt the Steelers blow a second a 16-point lead in the final 17 minutes if that didn't happen. He's probably right. But a national game brings with it national attention and criticism. The Steelers' second-half swoon on Sunday night football brought some harsh tweets from some big names. Here's a sampling. From sports talk blabbermouth Skip Bayless, quote, no way the Pittsburgh Steelers should have blown a 23-7 home halftime lead that could have been 37-7. Ben's mind-blowing interception, missing Hunter for an easy TD. This team lacks good team discipline and killer will. Patriots visit in two weeks. How about this from King of New York Sports, Mike Francesa. Quote, I believe in these Steelers less and less all the time. A good team never loses this game at home, unquote. From Hall of Fame defender Warren Sapp, quote, The Steelers get owned by the Patriots using these idiotic defensive concepts. They really thought they could cover Keenan Allen with a linebacker most of the game, and especially on the game's biggest play. From ESPN Stats, some more Steelers humiliation. Quote, the Chargers overcame a 16-point deficit to beat the Steelers 33-30. It's Pittsburgh's largest blown lead since 1981 and the team's largest blown lead at home in team history. The Steelers were 174-0-1 at home with at least a 16-point lead, unquote. Alex Kazora with SteelersDepot.com gets to the heart of the Steelers' breakdown with some, st- with, with some telling stats. He gives it to the offense first, tweeting, quote, the Steelers began the game 3-3 three three and 3 on third down. They finished 0-7. And then to the defense, he adds, the Steelers have forced one turnover in three games, the last play of the game against Jacksonville. Not going to beat good teams like that, unquote. Worst of all, the Steelers may also have lost running back James Conner to a lower leg injury. Conner left the game and his status for next week versus the Oakland Raiders remains uncertain. Coach Mike Tomlin said after the game that Connor suffered a lower leg contusion and will undergo further tests in the coming week. All this as the Steelers' lead in the AFC North now has shrunk to a half game over Baltimore. It looks to be a wild finish to the season. And as Ben said after the game, it's not time to panic. And he is right about that. But is it okay to worry? Of course, we're going to have more on this letdown to the L.A. Chargers uh, in, in future podcasts. So come back daily for the latest on the black and gold. Sign up for the podcast out on Amazon Alexa. And of course, log on to penlive.com for your real-time Steelers news.